We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by Ugly Guppy. They're your first and best choice in screen printing, custom embroidery, promotional products, and banners. It's Christmas time. They can do your custom embroidery for stockings and blankets. You companies out there giving jackets as gifts to your employees or your customers, you can get them from Ugly Guppy with embroidery or printing. Coffee mugs, ornaments, anything, you name it. Go to UglyGuppy.com, request a quote, and if you order online, enter promo code XM. AS, you'll get free shipping, or just call them at 281-704-4534. I've mentioned here on the show about my workout shirts I was designing several years ago. These are the guys I was using to get them done. So I can tell you firsthand, they did an awesome job with me, helping me tremendously, and they're going to do the same for you. So once again, go online to uglyguppy.com, enter promo code XMAS for free shipping, or just call them at 281 704 Four five three four and place your orders today. Ugly guppy. Ugly today's guppy. today's word of the day is avuncular. It is an adjective. And now y'all get to guess what it means before I tell you what it what the definition is. Go, on, Tom. I want to hear what you think it is. Uh, okay. I I think I think avuncular is the sonic boom that the cheeks make during the holy dance for the religion that Tom brought up last time. It's called a praise dance. Yes, <laughs> that's the praise dance. <laughs> what was the name of the religion again? Adonitology. Adonit, yes. So avuncular is the sonic boom that happens when the praise dance is done properly. My I guess like, was along the same along the same lines. I'm thinking I was gonna go without having curves. <laughs> Avuncular. Uh, there you go. Concave. God, Ooh, you go. dang. <laughs> the extreme opposite. <laughs> so avuncular, kind and friendly towards a younger or less experienced person in a vuncular manner. Of or relating to an uncle. I was close. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think yeah, we were both right, right in line. Right yeah. in line. I mean, because when you do the praise dance properly, I mean, it's you're, with you're an, being it's kind. with your uncle. Right, yeah, you're, you're being kind to somebody out there. <laughs> I'd love to be able to actually find a reason to use that in a sentence someday. But by the time I'm in that situation, I will absolutely have forgotten what that word is. But I, I promise I will use it inappropriately in a sentence several times. I certainly hope so. Be like, and Frank, with that, you're, you're look, Frank, you're looking a little bit avuncular today. Is everything okay? Ooh. You're kind of flimmy. Tell Timmy to stop looking at me that way. It's my <laughs> nephew. I'm going to have to teach him some manners. Right? No. Did I use that no. wrong? No, kind <laughs> praise. It's more like, hey, you know, good job striking out there, bud. Better luck next time. <laughs> good job, next time she does the praise dance properly, make sure to put the 20 in 
the G-string. Put it in the avuncular. Yes. Yes. The, the crowd cheered them on in an avunculation. Would that be the proper use of the avunculation? I don't know. God, it is now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. Nice. Avunculation. <laughs> you just turned. You just turned an adjective into a double adjective. <laughs> Very nice. And with that. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more. With your host, Frank, still no AKA, waiting for somebody out there to give me an awesome one, Tom, AKA Gun Show, I'm going to throw that one at you, see if it sticks. Yes. Yes, it sticks. It plays. And Shane with the AKA Grassle. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. Dee 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 bum bum. All right. So today we are going to be talking about Festivus. What do you know about Festivus? Seinfeld was one of my all-time favorite shows. The 23rd of December every year. You got your feats of strength, your airing of grievances, your aluminum pole that has to be set up, and the hearty uh, Festivus dinner that go coincides with all of the Festivus miracles. Yeah, and what, we're going to start with your airing of grievances. Airing of grievances. I think that's the best way to start any conversation. Just come right out with letting someone know, even if they're a stranger, like what you don't like about them. Be like, hey, Absolutely. My, my name's Gristle. Um, you got, you got uh, judgy eyes. <laughs> oh my god uh, has anybody ever told you you've got judgy eyes you got judgy I, eyes yeah yeah so one of mine is the overuse of the word epic stop it stop it don't do that don't do that agree not a not a good word for you what does qualify something being called epic, though? I would think like a, a, a double rainbow. That that would qualify. I mean, now you like that's overuse right there. Like if a unicorn shit in your yard, that would be epic. Like that's an epic scale right there. It depends on the color of the poo. Would it be rainbow? If it's rainbow, exactly. then that is epic. Glittery, is kind of glittery. Yeah, yeah, those are the Maybe. only kind of doo-doos that unicorns do. Maybe some bubbles come off of it. I got a hummingbirds run into them and pop them in the air and then keel over and die. Ooh. Or a, a mint condition JFK half dollar is at the top of the little poop. You know, I thought you were going somewhere else for the JFK. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's weird. Tom, what uh, what would be uh, your uh, your grievances? Well, I just about thirty minutes ago, I 
dealing with this microphone issue with these Androids. <laughs> I've got a pretty good grievance with Android right now. As far as trying to get this microphone situation <laughs> set up, uh, they need to make it a lot easier than than what it is. So that's they my grievance to, for the day. They need to uh, they need to have an open forum for the gun show to explain to them where they have failed as a hardware and software engineer. Yes, Maybe agreed. So. A 20-minute rant on how to fix this by the gun show. And all they would have to do to trigger that is say that Blood In, Blood Out was the best movie <laughs> of the 19th century. The 20th you know, century, uh, rather. Uh, a guy at the fire station uh, brought it up yesterday. Uh, I just heard him say something about Blood In, Blood Out, and I immediately went out there and started yelling oh about it. Oh, my God. I, I thought he was teasing me about last week's show. So, you know, I went off on him, you know, playing along like I was just, you know, outraged. And, and then I said, did you listen to the show? And no, he had. So. Oh, so. man. <laughs> I can not. I can he see thought. you, Tom, going up there and being like, when's the last time you got choked out? It's been, <laughs> oh, it's been too long. <laughs> wow. Well, now that we have a solid, uh, you know, also known as for Tom, you have to name the guns. Like, do you already have names for your biceps? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess Betty and Veronica. <laughs> Betty and Veronica. No. Uh, for what? What Betty? For your for your guns. No, I mean, I mean, do they, do they signify Betty and Veronica? Well, I mean, what are they? Is that from? Well, I mean, Betty and Veronica was Archie. From, Archie? Were, were they Archie? Yeah. 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 That, then that makes you Jughead. <laughs> i was gonna say something along the lines of uh cornelius witherspoon the third for the left one and like pumpernickel mcnothing or other maybe now, for here, the other one this is what you do you go i've got ar and 15 inches <laughs> what were the oh, ones on uh, the will ferrell man. movie uh when he was trying to impress the the news reporter it was like something O'Connell and something. He had these wild 1920s names on him. I forgot oh, what it man. Rupert this... Murdoch for one <laughs> side and like, I don't know, Ronald Reagan first presidency on the <laughs> other side. Think you got, I don't know. The, I, I may be dating myself, but you could say they're, they're brothers, Simon and Simon. I don't know if you guys ever saw that show. <laughs> I love yeah. Simon. Simon. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good show. Oh, what were the two dudes from Quantum Leap? That'd be uh, wasn't one of them named Simon, or was that the little computer bot that that other guy carried with them? Man, it's been forever. They need to redo that show. That was that was dope. It was a good show. All right, so my second issue airing while airing my grievances is the cancellation of my favorite show oddities on the discovery channel that was the weirdest show ever it was about a couple that owned this very uh random and morbid pawn shop where you could find like shrunken heads and just the weirdest things like medicine bottles from the turn of the century or I guess from the 20s where they were actual snake oil in there that had a cure, you know, and 
uh man they had so many crazy things in there uh one guy this was a real shop yeah yeah it was in new york um and uh (laughs) i can't think of the word that they always used but it was just I mean, it was on another level of of strange, and I loved it so much because one guy had actually uh, glued together an articulated capuchin monkey. Like, that was his deal, was putting skeletons of animals together, and it was so awesome. Uh, just such a such a random, a random and weird show. It was It was a lot of fun, and that kind of led me into watching ancient aliens right after that show there so, you go i've yes. i've got a i've got a grievance to the gal that flipped me off on the road today uh because i was in no way in the wrong uh she was driving five miles 10 miles under the speed limit on a 45 uh road just off the highway and uh she she had not a care in the world not a care you could just tell like she was just nothing could go wrong in her life until i got from behind her and kind of zipped around her. And uh, then she threw up the bird while talking on the phone. So one hand's on her phone. She has headphones on, mind you, but she's holding the phone in her hand. And then the other phone or the other hand is flipping me off. And I was like, well, I hope your car's aligned. Otherwise you're going to hit that ditch pretty hard. Oh man. She was multitasking. She was. And I felt insulted because, you know, I was just trying to go the speed limit. Like, and I thought, and, and not long after that, uh, as as I was pulling this maneuver to get up to speed to the officer that was sitting on the side of the road waiting to bust people, I probably looked like I was just zipping along. Uh, so I was like, I was like, this guy's going to pull me over for zipping around this gal. In your stomach. She's she's going 35. I'm going 45. So in my mind, I'm playing what what's this conversation going to be like? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm in an, I'm 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 a white guy. I can be entitled. So I'll just tell him. He can give me a, a ticket for going five miles over the speed limit if he gives her a ticket for going 10 miles below the speed limit. Always trying to put the blame on somebody else. Well, I only did it because she did something. Way to go. Way I didn't, I, I didn't go. even speed. I was just getting up to speed. And to Tom's point, I hate that feeling. Holy yeah. moly. It's like your chest dips down into your stomach. You get yeah. this hot flash. Yeah, that, that uh, stomach, wheezy feeling. And you're just yes. staring at that rearview mirror, just waiting to see those lights turn on. I yeah. know. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. The I, I hate the way broccoli smells when you microwave it. I love buying the HEB bags of broccoli and carrots together and throwing it in the microwave for a quick steam. But holy hell, does it smell like rancid farts whenever you pop that door open? It's like, oh, oh. See, I I prefer to eat it cold. I get the the broccoli, carrot, and cauliflower, and I just eat it cold with a little bit of ranch. I mean, yeah. You throw it in a protein shake? Yeah, blend it up so I can't taste it. There you go. That's how you get your. That's how you get your veggies right there, man. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, the, that's the only way I can take it. Got to get that riboflavin. <laughs> <laughs> the riboflavin. My the other thing. My other airing of my final grievance is I have to. I have to say I really hate the way Shane breathes. That makes me upset most times. Just that. <sighs> That I that I breathe. Because I do. 
just in real life. Just in general, yeah. Whenever you're so just him, eat that he's breathing. That's a, you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't like the sound my nose makes when I breathe through my nose. So you would prefer if I were a mouth breather. That would make you happy. Oh no, I take it back. <laughs> oh my god, Let's make it stop! All right, who else? Who else got some random? Tom, you haven't really given us other than the microphone, man. That must have really steamed your peaches over there, man. Well, you know, I keep ordering these things from Amazon. You know, and <laughs> it's like, man, I'm waiting. You know, you're sitting there waiting. You no, know, regardless of whatever you order, you're just waiting on pins and needles for it to come so you can see if it works and. So this was the moment of truth, and of course it did not work, and this whole mute okay. button issue that <laughs> I couldn't figure out. Oh man, that was a that was a good one. I was like thinking, I was over here trying to troubleshoot. I was like, man, is there a cable that's unplugged, or you know, I'm trying to go layer one up. But I was already getting ready to go yell at my kid after the show was over because I just knew he screwed up my my earphone. You know, <laughs> you know, you need to you need to assume positive intent, Tom. Right, exactly. You can't always bring the tickets to the gun show, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that kid punched his ticket to the gun show early. But, no, uh, you know, uh, I didn't know I was going to have to come up with airing a grievance. But one of my biggest grievances, I have to say, going to the gym and people leaving that greasy head's spot Ooh. on the benches like can't you just wipe it off can't you clean it i mean i'm gonna clean it anyway and, and you know that's like a must now that with covid and everything but i just i don't know it just it seems so unsanitary it just seems disgusting to me just wipe after yourself you know it's not nearly as bad as Nasty. people not see it's not Go nearly ahead. as bad as people not putting racking their weights like just oh. leaving crap all over the place Yes. I don't know, man. Uh, nasty sweat stain. Because if they've got that grease stain up on the top, I guarantee you they got that crack stain, that that crack sweat. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll clean it myself. I I feel more comfortable cleaning than putting up like, you know, four dumbbells and a and a bunch of free weights and and then all the weights that you, people put on their squat rack and then they just leave them laying to the side. Bar is standing up in a corner. You're like, what the. We got a place for the bar. It's over there where you were using it before. We yeah. need to make a whole show on on etiquette when you're yeah, in man. the great outdoors. Yeah. Damn it. Because, the, yes, there's a lot of pet peeves that people do when they're out and about that they just have no consideration for anything. And then when you, you mention it, they're like, hell made you king. Or, you know, something crazy is like, dude, that's common decency, you know, exactly. settle down. Well, now you're anyway. thinking about my grievances at the gym and now you're getting me all riled up and I'm getting angry. And- <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Dang. Chuck Here's- Norris. Chuck Norris is the left arm. And I, I guess know, who could be the. The the next one at the gym for me is when someone is doing a circuit and they're using up four different sections. Yes. And they're <laughs> across the gym from each other. Yes. And so anybody else that might want to use any of that equipment is screwed because that's yeah. all that guy's doing for an hour and a half. He's just going to rotate between those four lifts, those, you know, those four, either two pieces of equipment, some dumbbells and a barbell. 
right. for like an hour and a half. And you're like, well, that just screws my my pull day. Uh, great. I guess I'll just do legs. No, 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 because he's he's taking up the uh, yeah, he's taking up the leg press. So uh, yeah, so I'll do half a leg day. Great. And if you take it, well, then you're the jerk, you know. So right. Oh, I'm on this. I'm on this. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't tell because you were on four other things over there. Well, see, I just, you know, I have my earphones on, so I just act like I ignore them. I can't hear them, so I just, whatever, dude. <laughs> you just, you pull that tunnel vision? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, and then when he goes to take his headphones off, he, he, uh, you know, welcomes them or introduces them to Chuck and Woolery. He's like, hey, take a step back there. I tell him, come back in two and two. What was it? Will, uh, Chuck Woolery's all saying two and two. <laughs> I have no idea. I just yeah. remember the name. You never watched Love Connection or whatever it was? Uh, I think I've seen like one or two episodes when I yeah. stayed up way too late. <laughs> I was waiting for Street Scene to come on or whatever on Channel 8 way, way late at night. Street Flavor, excuse me. <laughs> Street Flavor, yeah. Heck yeah, dude. That was the only way I could watch music videos because I didn't have MTV. Yeah, those, those were the great shows back then. Life hack done. PBS Channel 8, learn something on Nova, wait until 12 o'clock, and then watch your MTV Street Flavor. God. <laughs> Boom. So next in, in Festivus, we've got, uh, is it Feats of Strength? Was that the next thing? Yes. I'm going to go with mine because I, I, I know that this is this takes a lot out of me. And it it really um, I think it'll really sit with everyone out there, man, woman and child. Uh, this this past year, I held a poop in for 25 miles from the medical center all the way to my house, stuck in traffic before this whole thing hit. I think it was like back in February. It was a rowdy old doozy of a twosie. I was like, oh, and I could not stop anywhere. And that's when I was like, you know, people, you never know why somebody's driving like a jerk. Like, oh, girl, that you that gave you the bird today. Maybe her foot was hurting and that's as fast as she could go. Or cylinder number two in that 97 Saturn view just wasn't feeling it today. And that's as fast as she could go. But me, man. I was going fast that day, as fast maybe, as I could. Maybe she was on the phone with her doctor, and she just found out she had the diabetes. Could be. Could be. Yep. Oh. Yep. So that was beats. That's my my first feat of strength for this <laughs> yeah, but, year. Now I, but I think you know, in, in accordance with Seinfeld, the the feats of strength were like a challenge, right? For for you and the other people. So it would be hard to challenge somebody else to drive 25 miles without taking a dookie. I mean, I dare you, or I, I challenge you now. I, I, I glove, like, glove across the face style. <laughs> being a paramedic and, you know, having to respond at any moment. There have been times I've worked cardiac arrest, uh, some kind of terrible call where you're just stuck there. I mean, oh, man, it's. Those are the worst when you have to go to the restroom and you're just busy and, you know, knee deep in blood and guts and just like 
we got, I got to get this patient to the hospital. I got to get to the restroom, though. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh it's terrible 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 okay yeah you're right i i didn't i didn't think of it in terms of the seinfeld thing i was just like something that takes a lot of willpower to do and <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not just, saying i was throwing those out there i'm not saying it's not a feat of strength because obviously you know those cheap muscles I, I, man eventually they give out I think it needs to. I think it needs to be a uh, one of the one of the courses they have to do in a tough mutter or or uh, you know. <laughs> so so I think it is a feat of strength. It does count as a feat of strength. It's just not one that's that's shareable. Oh well, then I guess my second one is canceled because taking out the trash on time to beat the trash truck, that shit's hard, man, and doing it consistently. <laughs> That is a feat of strength right there. Not for me, because my trash people don't come till the afternoon. Oh, I always well. do it the day before, the night before. No way, man. Yes. Because I, I live with this. Uh, when we first uh, moved here, the trash would come like at five in the morning. Yeah, so, see, that's where mine's at, too. So I'm not getting up at four. So we would put it out the night before. Um, they don't come that early anymore, but I always live with this perpetual uh, fear that one day they're going to show up <laughs> at five and we didn't get up. At, so I can't, I can't go sleep worried about it. I'll stay up worried about it all night. So, no, we just we just take it up. Tonight. Brother, that is some first world problems if I <laughs> ever heard it. But I'm with you. Yeah, if they're going to get up early, just, you know, cost benefit analysis, that thing, use some logic and critical thinking. I'm with you. Put it out the night before. No no harm, no foul. You know what? In Mexico, when I lived there as a child, I remember hearing these crazy-ass bells. People would ring. The trash people would ring these crazy bells. And you could hear them two or three blocks away. Just da-da-da-da-da, you know? It wasn't like a... It wasn't like a consistent you know like a school bell it was like someone with a handheld jingle bell just rattling that thing to let you know the trash people are coming they should totally do that here not only to wake people up inconvenience you to get you out of bed but you know you've got exactly 10 minutes before they're there to pick up your trash so it gives you time to go out and pick it or take it out to the curb where did you say they did that your hometown of chihuahua Yes, Coahuila. <laughs> Coahuila. I don't really have any. I mean, if I were going to be have create a festivus, and then um, have feats of strength, it would have to be obvious stuff. You know, like who can do the most push-ups in a minute, or you know something like that. But my most recent lack lack of feat of strength is absolutely hitting my wall bench pressing the other day and i'm like well this bar is now on my chest at least it's not on my neck so i'll just sit here for a second and i was like nope i'm just gonna roll it off me it's fine oh. <laughs> i'll just roll it off me it'll be okay i thought about dumping it because i never put rings when i'm right. when i'm bench pressing because i want to be able to dump the plates if it gets on if i'm dumb and if i go to go to failure which is what i did i didn't realize i was going to failure but i got there real fast and I was like, okay, let's just roll it down my body. Oh, what? Why didn't you dump them? Were you worried about hurting the plates? 
No, I were. It was just. It was actually actually wound up being easier. I felt than to dump it because I had a good leverage on it to be able just to roll it. Um, and dumping it, you've got to dump one side and then you've got to kind of dump the other and hold on to the bar so it doesn't fly up and fall all over the place. And I didn't want to make a spectacle. Right. You didn't want to bring attention to yourself. I mean, I'm, I was the smallest guy in the gym. All these other dudes are super jacked, right? My set is probably like their warm up set. And, uh, I absolutely just went, Oh, that's, that's good. We're good there. I'll just lay here for, I'm fine. Just lay here. <laughs> oh my God. You should have yelled out Cornelius and someone would have come to help you. Cornelius. Yeah. Just random name. Anunnaki. Yes. There. Yeah. You, you may or may not have caught a fan of the show. Oh, it was like the bat signal run over there and everybody swole. I actually, I actually watched a, uh, a video today where somebody who's, who's hip deep in the ancient alien world put together this very graphic, uh, cool, um, video about the Sumerian text and the Sumerian gods. And it, of course it referenced, cause that's where all that Anunnaki stuff came from, where, where the old Sumerian text, um, and so it was talking about all the different, uh, religions or, or all the different gods of the, of, uh, of the Sumerians. And I was like, yeah, this is totally ancient aliens. Like this is where they get 90% of their crap was from the old <laughs> Sumerian text. Oh my goodness. What about the, the, what was the, the, um, uh, one of the ambassadors or somebody came out and said that we've made contact with aliens or just waiting oh, yeah. until after the whole COVID thing is over to hang out. Yeah. No, it's an, it's an ex, uh, high up Israeli official. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was part of some kind of uh, security service for Israel, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, America and Great Britain and Israel have been uh, working with the aliens for a long time, and uh, you know they don't want us they don't want us to let the masses know about it because they don't think the public is ready to accept right. that aliens exist." And it was very convincing. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> wow." Maybe there's something like that. Yeah. Or it was the verbal trailer for Men in Black Five. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so what kind of ornaments are y'all gonna have on your Festivus pole? You don't put ornaments on the pole. It's just the pole. Negative. No. See, I, I, I've long ago decided that the pole needs to be upgraded. So my pole, <clears throat> I'm going to have little thin wire spindles coming off of it. And then I'm going to hang fishing lures on it. Keeping squirrels off of it or something. What are you, no, no, what no. Are you doing with no, that? It's a pole and it's got little thin wiry, <clears throat> wiry spindly scrolls. And then I hang uh, fishing lures off of it. That sounds like something you put up to keep people from breaking out of your uh, prison that you've created for them. <laughs> It sounds like you are uh, ethno racist because you <laughs> you think that rednecks can't be part of Festivus. <laughs> I think you're trying to be avuncular right now. Okay, <laughs> I want you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, 
<laughs> if anybody had a pole with nothing on it, it would be a redneck for sure. So I'm not taking that away from you at all. People come over <laughs> that to visit. Chain, that chain leaking fence in your backyard, that's Festivus pole right there. People come over to visit and they're like, what's that pole over there? Oh, that's my Festivus pole. I just have been too lazy to clean up after the whole, you know, the Festivus activities. Yep. Just got a random yep. pole sitting in the corner. Never know what you're going to use it for. That's got a Home Depot bucket with its name on it, just waiting for cement. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Dang. So what, what are some Festivus miracles you would like to see? I know it would be early, but... December 21st is supposed to be the alignment of those two planets, right? Um, I don't know if y'all have been reading anything about that. There was this whole feed or thread on Twitter about how all these people were hoping that uh, superpowers would be given to them during the alignment of the moon uh, because of their blood type or their lineage or, you know, what have you. They're like, people had like memes of Wolverine and the Hulk. I think somebody I had think, a meme, Tom taking off his headphones saying, ah, oh, I'm the gun show. I think it's going to happen. I really like that that's happening. I've been watching the sky when it's not being cloudy and tonight it's pretty clear. And so there's a waning crescent moon, which is not only cool because you know crescent moons look cool but you can actually see the the rest of the moon there's enough light where you can kind of see the shadow of the rest of the moon and then at least when i looked up a couple of hours ago uh, venus and jupiter really were about a finger length apart right and i thought okay so if they align what should happen is that opens up the portal gateway to another dimension Ooh. That would oh, be a, like a lot like uh, those Heaven's Gate uh, cult. <laughs> right, except, oh. uh, except, I'm, except I'm, again, setting myself on fire or taking uh, <laughs> taking poison. You know, I'll just, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just drink a cup of coffee and I'll be fine. It'll be okay. Oh, my But maybe goodness. if you stare at it at the right point in time, it connects the future and the past. And all of a sudden, you've got a, a portal into the into the time continuum. Oh, there you Dang, go. Dang, the time continuum. Wow. Yeah. What if you peeked your head through that that rip in space time and you just happened to come across like a fisherman from the 1800s and you're like, hey, what, uh, what's on the pole there? Well, I think what would happen, though, is it only is going to show you uh, you only get to peek into your own time continu- continuum. So if if you go to the very end of it, you're really you're really just seeing your conception, and nobody wants that. Ooh, <laughs> no! Oh my God! <laughs> Why? Why would you put that thought <laughs> into anybody's because head? <laughs> you will never unthink that. Oh my goodness! That's now what well, you wow. see, like a little pinpoint of light that gets bigger and bigger, and then all of a sudden you just come no. out of the world. <laughs> like I think birth. he's talking about the. Uh, no, I know he's talking about the horizontal mambo. Yeah, you know the BGs playing on the eight track, and you know who knows what like, your folks were listening to. It was Thursday, and sixty minutes had just ended, and the microwave wasn't done, or the uh, the. Uh, Meatloaf wasn't done yet, and so, you know, they had a few minutes to spare. 
the meatloaf. Yeah. Right. Speaking of meatloaf, uh, we're also going to talk. Did you have any other uh, feats of strength or festival? Festival. Festivus miracles, uh, Tom? Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, something that came to mind. I knew we were going to be talking about Festivus today, and I, and I was at the gym. And yesterday I was working at the fire station, and uh, we make this call. Uh, and this woman, she calls regularly. Uh, and the other crews that have gone to her uh, place before, responded to her, they often get upset with her and, like, literally get after her for calling for the, the most nonsensical reasons. I mean, and then she wants to be transported, like, 40 minutes across town. We're talking about from <laughs> Houston to the medical center. I mean, that's a drive, you know. So she, she thinks called, y'all are Uber. Exactly. Yes. So uh, she calls and we showed up and I get out and it says uh, assault. That's what we get told. It's a, it's an assault and it has the name of the person and it's her name. So I know exactly where we're going and I know it's some crazy situation. So we get there and uh, sure enough, you know, I'm walking to the door and I can already hear the yelling coming from inside the apartment. And um, she sees the light. So she comes out. That's she always comes out and greets us. And she's yelling and screaming, and she's telling me, I didn't call for you. I wanted the police. I'm like, okay, well, you know, what's the deal? I immediately feel better. I'm not taking an hour-long trip, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, what's the deal? And then she starts screaming at me. Look, as a matter of fact, come in here. She wanted me to go in there and beat up her boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, what? And now she's like, yes, you know, come in there. Uh, her boyfriend, they got in an argument. Her boyfriend had kind of like grabbed her by the arm. She was upset. She wanted the police to arrest him. But she saw me. Hey, you know, I guess she figured, you know, I don't need to wait for the police. You can come in here and do it. Of course, I refuse. I can't go in there. But I was laughing because it reminded me of a call I had made previously a couple months ago. Uh, same type of situation. And you never know what's going to happen when you're showing up on these assaults. You know, Something could be really seriously going on, and you know somebody could have a gun, a knife. You don't know what's going to happen. So we go in there, we knock on the door, and you know you're kind of like, you know, waiting to see what's going to happen. Then this woman opens the door. She looked at me and immediately grabbed me by the shirt and starts pulling me inside. And she's yelling and screaming. <laughs> and she says, she points at her husband. He's just this little bitty tiny dude. And she says, there, go kick his – and she uses the A word, not his butt. You know, she's like, go kick him. Go kick his butt. She, she showed me on his, her arm where she had grabbed where he had grabbed her. And she had called, and she's, like, ordering me to beat up her husband right then and there. And I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. You know, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what you're telling me is true. And the husband, like, he's backing up. Like, he thinks this is really about to go down. <laughs> like looking at him, I told her, no, I, I can't just beat up your husband. We, you know, we don't do that. And she's screaming and yelling. But then what good are you? And she obviously was intoxicated. And she's screaming at me. Oh. Uh, I mentioned to it on somebody on Twitter this morning, and she started laughing. And uh, she mentioned something about doing some type of contest where the callers call in and see if I would agree to go beat up their boyfriend for them. And uh, <laughs> I do I was just thought about festivals this morning, and, and I thought about those radio talk shows um, where they'll, they'll call and they'll tell a guy he went he won a, a dozen roses. Oh, and the War of the Roses. 
Yes. And then, Dude, you know, of course, that show is terrible. I know. And then he'll get it sent to his girlfriend. And then, you know, of course, you know, all heck ensues. And, you know, there's a big old drama. And <laughs> I was thinking, you know, the opposite would be, well, then the girl calls and she gets to pick, you know, which guy's going to go beat up her boyfriend. And it would just be uh, the most craziest type of show, I think. Uh, you know, the guy, he makes the wrong move. And then, you know, okay, this is his consequence. Somebody's going to show up at his door and, and beat him up. So. That's about it for my feats of strength. I do have a crazy bench pressing story, but we'll have to save that for another time. That that uh, that story is kind of long and involved. <laughs> it would be crazy if I don't know if you remember the the movie Major Pain in that scene where he's trying to, you know, uh, he I think he applied to become a cop after he got out of the military, and it was like a scenario where the you know the cops tell him okay. The the scenario here is that she's just called because this, you know, her husband had assaulted her, you know, and they're both actors, whatever. And he walks in and the lady's crying. Oh, my God, he hit me. And he turns over to that guy. He's like, did you hit her? He's like, no, you know, grabs a guy by the shirt and just starts going to town on him. (laughs) You want to hit women? This it. You know, and he gets thrown in jail himself and like his captain has to come bail him out. <laughs> oh my god, that 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 scene is hilarious. That just, was a remember that book. That was a funny movie. Well that's a, yeah, a, a, awesome. a that's a perfect segue into our next topic. It sure is. All right. So you do realize be... this is a real thing, right? Oh yeah, 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 for real. It was to um, history of it. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, people recount their actual true festivist stories, and uh, it's just a book loaded with people's real life. Uh, and it's basically a story about their dads and their dads' crazy routines for festivists. And uh, oh yeah, it's it's hilarious, man. You, you if you're if you're really into Seinfeld and the the whole festivist thing, that book is really worth reading because it, it's hilarious. Cool. I thought I was in Seinfeld. Dang, that's on another level there. Oh yeah, the, the festivist goes back like fifties, like the nineteen forties. I mean, it's a it's a long, uh, it's got a long tradition. Oh dang, I gotta read that. I gotta read up on that. That's pretty funny. But we're gonna start talking about our favorite Christmas movies. So Tom, man, you haven't gotten you haven't got a hold of the mic for too long, man. You <laughs> kick us off on that one. Ah well. One of my favorites, and uh, ever since I was a kid, uh, blood in, blood out. <laughs> no, uh, the Grinch. Like I love okay. that. Like you know that uh, you know I have to watch it every year. The animated version. I don't want to watch this. The new ones that they've come out with, but you know the old one. The you know all the songs. You're a fall one. You know, Mr. Grinch. You know, something, oh, something, something. I don't remember all the words. You know, this is, uh, whatever. But you know, all the music, the the facial expressions, the redemption story. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's one of my favorite Christmas movies. All right, all right. By you, Shane. Well, I mean, uh, there's there's so many to choose from. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Lethal Weapon. Mm. Uh, because that did in fact happen around Christmas. Obviously, for the same reason, we're gonna have to throw in Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always like Scrooged. 
Oh yeah, I, we just watched that one the other day. That was that's a good one. Yeah, I love that one. Bobcat Goldwyn stories a classic. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. You gotta have that one. The marathon twenty four hour day. That's right. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was one other one that I thought, but now I can't remember. I liked uh, Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds when he was still just a comedian and he's in the he's in the fat suit and stuff. Mm. I thought I thought that was a a fun movie. You know, Ryan Reynolds, he's probably the greatest actor of our time. So, uh, <laughs> he's just anybody, himself. Anybody who knows me from Twitter knows I have like this man crush on Ryan Reynolds. So. <laughs> oh, he's dope. I'd go have a one with him. He should have won the Oscar with that movie. But. I, I think mm-hmm. he just goes on and is himself in every role, but he's such, he's such just a lovable guy. Like, okay, he's, he's going to sit there. He's a murderer in a, in a red, uh, condom suit. I'm for that, you know. He's a guy in a fat suit trying to win a girl. I'm for that, you know. Just whatever he does, he wants to sell some gin. Yeah, go buy that gin. Get some. Best ever. Did you ever see him in Waiting? Yes, that was hilarious. Yes, it was. Oh, that was good. Oh man, that was the raunchiest show too. It was. It good. was. Luis, what is that guy's name? Luis. Uh, dang. I forgot what his last name is. That guy. You forgot your crazy funny. You forgot forgot your cousin's name? I did, man. We go back so, so. Luis Guzman. 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 Um, Depends on which side of the Potomac you live on. Is Guzman, Guzman, or Guzman? He's an American treasure. There's that. Uh, My favorites are Elf. Always yep. good times yes. with that movie. Uh, crazy, crazy backstory. We were reading up on that over the weekend. I love to watch Bloodsport for for Christmas, man. It just reminds me of my childhood. You know, uh, the discipline that you that one must incur to fight in the Kumite lifelong dream to maybe just hang out at the Kumite, right? Uh, you've got mail. Christmas classic. I've never uh, seen it. What? Oh, yeah, that was good. That's a, Tom Hanks, man. Now, that guy's a, a national. He's just like a, a, a treasure of earth. He's a salt of the earth, man. He's a if, good guy. If the Anunnaki come down, he's going to be the ambassador. Yes. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We should ask him. We should invite him to be on the show and ask him if he would be willing to be the ambassador. I'm pretty sure it's already. I'm pretty sure it's already settled. Um, pretty sure I read that in a in a uh, redacted CIA pamphlet. <laughs> uh, Die Hard, which you named, of course, right? No matter what, family first. Once you commit, there's no turning back. Uh, we're supposed to do like a live Twitter watch with all these other folks from Twitter. I never got the the invite, so I just said the hell with it, and I, I started watching it the other day. I had a day off on Monday. She took a random day off. Me and my wife hanging out, and we watched Die Hard. And you know, it was like found all this Die Hard uh, Nagasaki Tower merchandise that now I want. And it was just a good day. You do know that was supposed to be a sequel to one of the uh, Arnold movies. I think Raw or uh, one of his action movies. That was actually supposed – I think Commando. I think it was supposed to be the sequel to Commando. 
That sounds that right. Is my last Christmas movie is Commando. Oh. Where he where he throws the pipe in the guy's chest at the very end to kill the yes. to kill the big boss. He used that skill saw blade, whack it at that guy's forehead, and it just goes back like a gunshot because it had so much thrust. Man. I remember I remember thinking that movie was so cool when I was a kid, and then I watched it when I was in college, and I was like, he's got a fifty caliber Gatlin gun. He's just holding that. And yeah, shooting dude. like that would I don't care if you're Arnold, man, that will knock you on your butt. I was like, this isn't believable, but the pipe in the chest is totally believable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you another. Uh, your logic. <laughs> one of my favorites uh, that I watch every year and I love all every incarnation of the story, but of a of a Christmas carol. But the Muppets Christmas Carol, man, oh, that yeah. is my favorite. It's hilarious. The rats, you know, Kermit. Uh, Michael Caine is awesome as the Scrooge. You know the different songs. Uh, man, that's just a great. I have to watch. It. I have to watch it every year. That's a, that's a great one. I'm no thinking, offense to your guns, but Rizzo should definitely be the name of one of your your arms, man. I think Rizzo those not, rats are rowdy. I think they should be called Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> ah, I tell you, I that. those are the typical co-workers, you know, because they work there with, you know, Kermit and the mm-hmm. Scrooge's office. Try to get the day off, right? They're just, like, get the day off for Christmas. So, you know, Kermit gets the, the courage up to, to, you know, ask Scrooge, hey, you know, can we have the day off? You know, of course, the rats are there listening, and, and Scrooge is like, well, how long, you know, it's customary? He said, the entire day. And Scrooge is like the entire day, and the rats are like, "Oh no, that that that's the frog's idea." You know, the, like typical coworkers, these things go yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, they, they're just hilarious. That is one funny ass movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what else, man? What else? I keep trying to think of other other cool Christmas movies. You you um, mentioned Christmas Story. Uh, that's yeah. uh, one of my all-time favorite. You know, they show it like nonstop, like 24 hours a day, and I'll watch it about 18 hours of the day if, if I have a chance. If I'm just, you know, if I have a day off and I'm just sitting there and it'll just be on nonstop. That movie's fantastic. Um, I mentioned before that I'm actually writing my own, like my version of a Christmas story, uh, and I'm actually getting towards the end because uh, we all have that one Christmas where we wanted that one present, just like he wanted the BB gun. And uh, I had a year, and you mentioned it, uh, Shane, I believe, something about a Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, late 70s, I had to have that big Millennium Falcon that you could stick oh, yeah. the, the character. So this was my story of, of telling uh, about the Christmas that I wanted to get one of those Millennium Falcons. Man, it was the best feeling. It was like, my life is complete. I have a, a Millennium Falcon. I am now the coolest person I've ever met. You were. Still are, man. Still am. Still am. My goodness. Oh, man. That's, uh, how could you not think? It was the millennium. The day you got that Millennium Falcon was just, I mean, that that is the tear in your time that pushed you into the coolness realm. It was, And you just never left. It was uh, I, I I went to sleep with it. Uh, my mom had to fight me to keep me from taking it to school because I was like, I'm taking this thing to school. 
This is going to yeah. prove I'm going to be like the coolest kid ever. I'm going to have my Millennium Falcon. I'll set it right on my desk. It'll be so <laughs> awesome. She's like, you can't, you can't take that. Son. You can't, you can barely carry it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You know, Frank, I'm kind of surprised that, that your favorite um, Christmas movie is not Love Actually. I don't. I'm. I might have watched that one once or twice, man. God, that was a that was a deep burn, dude. You just didn't even play into it. You're just like, eh, I don't know. You just yeah. killed the burn. No. You just put put water all over that deep burn. Well, explain it to me. I, I still don't understand. How well, is that a deep it, burn? Well, because it's kind I of a girly the movie show. It took place on like valentine's day or something no no it's christmas and it's uh, all these different random love stories in like new york or london or something is that um, the one with steve carell i do not believe so no no sir oh not to my knowledge um but yeah no it was like about four or five different love stories and so it's kind of a kind of a girly movie well acted and everything and at the time it did great at the box office but it's totally a chick flick Point proven that you've watched it way more times than I have. Well, oh, that's given because I'm cool mm-hmm. and I'm I'm tapped was, in. I'm tapped into your, the vein uh, of pop culture. <laughs> was the Millennium Falcon sitting on your lap when you watched it? No, but I it, I may have had the Army GI Joe helicopter. <laughs> you mentioned mm. uh, Steve Carell. Uh, either of y'all Office fans? Oh yeah. The, the episode where he uh, he got upset with Phyllis because she was Santa Claus, so he dressed up as Santa Claus, and then so then he, to get revenge, he turned it turned it inside out, and he became Jesus, I think. And, uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I love that. I love that show. Oh, man, that show was freaking hysterical, man. I love that show too. I like the I like the part where you know Jim's always playing pranks, and he he faxes. Dwight's letterhead to himself saying, Hey, this is Dwight from the future. You know, it's true because on this letterhead, yada, yada, yada. And he's got him convinced that like the CIA or something's after him. Then he has him the very end. He has him throw his phone off the roof. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're, they're hysterical, man. Oh my goodness. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. I hope everybody listening gets out their Festivus poll, makes a hearty Hungry Man dinner, waits for the um, Festivus miracles, and, uh, you know, yell out your... ...push your own feats of strength. And a super special shout out to Ugly Guppy uh, for sponsoring today's show. Uh, definitely go check them out. What was that promo code? Xmas? X-M-A-S? X-M-A-S. Yes, sir. Free shipping. All right. S-O-C-K-S. Free shipping. <laughs> Come on, man. That was funny. That was good. I, I, it would have been funnier had I not done the socks of somebody earlier today and they, were like, they were like you know spanish i was like see sí, por qué por favor 
caro un poco de jamón. <laughs> Gotta get that jamón. Caro, caro un taco con papas y huevos sin huevos. Hey, y'all got oh, them yeah. huevos? Y'all got them huevos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, we'll be this episode and all new episodes going forward. Going to be released Friday night, 8 p.m. Central. We're going to have little sound bites going out uh, Mondays with the possibility of Wednesdays as well. Just to kind of let you know what our topics are going to be. And that is it for us tonight. Tom, Shane, anybody left listening? Have a good night. Everybody take care. Get some. Like, can't you just wipe it off? Can't you clean it? I mean, I'm going to clean it anyway. And, and, you know, that's like a must now that with COVID and everything. But I just, I don't know. It just it seems so unsanitary. It just seems disgusting to me. Just wipe after yourself, you know? You just turned an adjective into a double <laughs> adjective. Life hack done. PBS Channel 8. Learn something on Nova, wait until 12 o'clock, and then watch your MTV Street Flavor.